Cashback is not available on gas in New Jersey and Wisconsin. Hey, good morning. You're heading the airport, right? Yeah, thanks for checking. I like the car. How long have you been a rideshare driver? About three years now. I really enjoy it. Isn't it hard to make money these days with the price of gas being so high? Not for me. I use Upside, the free app that gives you cash back for every gallon of gas you buy. Wait a minute. Are you saying you actually get real money back when you get gas with the Upside app? Yep, I get real cash back every time I get gas. Does that actually add up to anything? I'll make around $200 to $300. Wow, that's serious extra cash. I'm downloading the Upside app now. Download the free Upside app now to earn real cash back every time you buy gas. Use promo code CAR for an extra $0.25 a gallon bonus on your first tank. You can cash out anytime right to your bank account, PayPal, or a gift card for Amazon and other brands. Just download the free Upside app and use promo code CAR for a $0.25 a gallon bonus on your first tank. That's code CAR. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Hello and welcome to the Monster Legends Podcast. I'm your host, Tanner, and this week we're going to Georgia. Let's start off with some facts and history of Georgia. James Oglenthorpe founded the colony of Georgia in 1733. One of the 13 original colonies, Georgia is now home to more than 10.3 million residents a figure that makes the state the eighth most populous in the country. Um, this is from Georgia.gov. Politician James Algonthrope envisioned Georgia as a refugee for released debtors and the poor. In 1732, King George II of Great Britain approved the colony's charter. The state is named in that king's honor. On February 12, 1733, Algonthrope and more than 100 colonists unloaded their ship, the Anne, and settled in present-day Savannah. Throughout Georgia's history, its capital has moved four times. The cities of Savannah, Augusta, Louisville, Louisville, and Atlanta have all at one point served as the seat of state government. Georgia was the site of the first full college for women in the country, the Georgia Female College, now renamed Wesleyan College, chartered in 1836 and opened three years later in Macon. Coca-Cola, Delta Airlines, the Home Depot, Turner Broadcasting, and United Postal Service are all headquartered in Georgia. Georgia produces poultry, eggs, cotton, peanuts, peaches, 
and but what does it go? Bedelia onion onions, the last three of which are all state symbols. In the arts, the state has been seen its share of successes. Writers Alice Walker, Carson Colors, and finally O'Connor, visual artists Jasper Johns and Carol Walker, and musicians James Brown, Ray Charles, R.E.M., and Trisha Yearwood have all at one point called Georgia home. Among the most beautiful and unusual landscapes in Georgia are those generally listed as the state's seven natural wonders. Miscola Falls, Ophicany Swamp, Providence Canyon, Radium Springs, Stone Mountain, Tallulah Gorge, and Warm Springs. In January 2019, Brian P. Kemp took the oath of office as state's 83rd governor. Kenya Kinsaw Mountain National Battlefield Park, Fort Pulaski National Monument, and the Andersonville National Historic Site all were important in Civil War history. Even though the archives switched hands from the Secretary of State's office to the University System of Georgia, you can still visit them at 5800 Jonesboro Road in Morrow. For information on your visitation hours, call 678-364-3710 or visit the archives online. Okay. Let's get into the first monster. Let's get into the first monster. The, uh, Al Altamaha. Altamaha. Surfers at Altama River in Georgia. Uh, we got, we got burp. Uh, okay. Near the mouth of Altama River in southeastern Georgia is said to reside a hissing sea monster called Altamaha for the river or Alti for short. The legend predates British English colonization and said to originate with the lower Muscogee Greek tribe. One of the largest rivers in the state of Georgia, it empties into the Atlantic Ocean and has one of the largest river basins in the country, second only to the Mississippi River. Extending about 137 miles, it joins up with three major tributaries that of the Amok and Alkany rivers near Lumberton City and joined further downriver by the Unopi River. It empties out into Altamaha Sound above Brunswick where it joined where it is joined by the Darien, Butter and Champagne rivers before making its way to the ocean. The river area the river area located primarily in McIntosh and Glen counties along the Atlantic coast is not compromised of beaches but rather is made of small, many islands uh, acres of marshes dikes canals ponds and old rice fields the Atamaha is said to have a myriad of small streams and twisting channels of the river and adjacent marshes particularly around uh, Dar Darien but 
you know, Butler Island and elsewhere in McIntosh County. A strange cryptid is described as having a sturgeon-like body, including a bony ridge on its top, with front flippers and no back limbs. It swims like a dolphin and has the snout of a crocodile, with large protruding eyes and large sharp teeth. Its coloring is said to be gray or green with a whitish yellow underbelly. Reports indicate that it is 20 to 30 feet long, though some have stated seeing smaller or larger creatures, suggesting that Adama is not alone. Sorry. It has been reportedly been seen basking itself on the shore, trolling casually along the river, and has even reacted defensively while the presence of boaters. There is no physical evidence of the Adama has been found. The tales date back for centuries with the Indians describing a giant snake-like creature that hissed and bellowed. One of the first non-native reports of the creature was on April 18, 1830, when a correspondent of the Savannah Georgian newspaper reported multiple sightings of a sea creature on the Georgia coast. The primary eyewitness was a Captain Delano of the schooner Eagle, who reported seeing a large creature off of St. Simmons Island below the mouth of the Altima River. His description stated that it was about 70 feet long, its circumference about the size of a barrel, and its head resembled that of an alligator. Five other men on the schooner also reported having seen the monster as well as several planters on St. Simmons Island. In the 1920s, Timberman Riding the river reported sighting a large snake-like water monster. And in 1935, a group of hunters spotted what they called a giant snake swim through the river in the 1940s. Boy Scouts reported seeing the creature as well as two different official, as two officials from the Roseville State Prison from the 1950s. In 1969, when two brothers were fishing on the Altamo River at Clark's Bluff, they reported seeing an animal that they first thought was a sturgeon but quickly changed their minds when they got a better look, stating that it measured about 10 to 12 feet long with a snout like an alligator and had and a horizontal tail. They also described the creature as having a triangle ridge along, along the top of its body, sharp pointed teeth, and being gunmetal gray in color. In summer of 1980, two men reported, reportedly saw Otama stranded on a mud bank near Cathead Creek. They reported that the animal was lying halfway in the water, thrashing and trying to free itself from the bank. Described it as being dark colored with rough skin and about 20 feet long. While watching, the creature freedom itself submerged and disappeared. Later that year, in December 1980, another man reported having seen what he thought was Altima in Smith Lake. His description said that the animal was 15 to 20 feet long, snake-like with two brown humps that protruded from the water, and left behind a wake like that of a speedboat. Another report in 1980 described by a fisherman stated that the creature Looked like the world's largest eel. A more recent report in 2002 was about a man pulling a boat up the river near Brunswick, 
who reported seeing something over 20 feet in length and 6 feet wide break the water in 2010. An amateur photographer captured video of something strange swimming in the channel of a Fort King, Georgia historic site in Darien. Signs of the land, signs of Altima continue to this day. Uh, is by Kathy Wizard, Wizard, Wiser from Legends of America um, from December 2019. So you got another one. Alt Alti. A uh, strange creek carcass found in Georgia Beach could be legendary creature Altima. March 21st, 2018, by Crypto Guy. A very strange carcass actually found washed up on the beach in Georgia has many wondering if it could be a legendary creature. A debate has begun as to whether or not this may be the carcass of the creature known as Altimaha, also known as Alti. The mysterious creature is named after Georgia's Altima River. There still, the still unidentified carcass certainly has some very interesting aspects that some described as Nessie-like. There are already reports labeling as the Georgia Loch Ness Monster. The photos of the possible Georgia Sea Monster carcass is certainly very interesting, although there still seems to be reason for skepticism. The shape of the creature, a long neck and small head, seen in the video here seems to match descriptions from various Ultima sightings, but there is some but there's nothing that can be used for scale to determine the size of the carcass. It can be highly decomposed. From the report, it doesn't seem like the carcass was recovered for further analysis, leading many skeptics to point out to point the possibility of a hoax. Could it be some kind of undiscovered species or something much less mysterious? A 2018 Ultima sighting would be exciting enough, but could this really be an actual Ultima carcass? While this is probably not the case, it's still very interesting find and definitely worth a little more investigating. It can be proof of a mysterious cryptic existence, but the search continues. One thing is for sure, we never know what's going to wash up next to wash up next, so keep your eyes peeled. Okay. That's good. Tell me nothing, sir. From uh, explorersouthernhistory.com. Altima Sea Monster, Sea Monster on the Georgia Coast, the Monster of the Altima. Mysterious Altima is a river or sea monster. Some say it lives in the coastal marshes, twist channels around the mouth of the Altima River. It is most often seen in the area around Darien and Buller Island, Georgia, a popular part of the culture and folklore of coastal Georgia is one of the most often cited monsters in North America. The region where the Altima is usually seen is a beautiful and mysterious estuary known for its vast marshes, multiple river, multiple river channels, and abandoned 18th and 19th century rice fields and canals. 
It seems appropriate that the BC inhabits the waters around Darien, a town founded by Scott Island Highlanders from the shores of Loch Ness in Scotland. The original settlers were recruited in 1735 at Iverness, Scotland, a city known for sightings of the Loch Ness Monster. The Highlanders even called their settlement New Inverness before changing the name to Darien. The exact nature of the Ultima is as mysterious as the main in which it lives. Some, of course, say it is nothing but floating logs, masses of vegetation, of vegetation or no marine creatures. Believers, however, tell of a 30-foot lawn animal with flippers like a seal. The monster made its splash on the national scene in 1981 when a former newspaper published publisher named Larry Gwynn reported seeing the creature while fighting with his friend Steve Wilson while fishing with his friend Steve Wilson. Uh, he said it had two big humps about five feet apart and left behind a wake like that of a speedboat. When newspapers across the county ran stories about the sighting, other witnesses began to come forward. Harvey Blackman of Brunswick, for example, said that he had seen the creature in the 1970s. He said it had a snake-like head and was about 15 to 20 feet long, and that he had seen it, gone, it at a point called Two-Way on the Ottawa River. Another eyewitness, Frank Colt Pepper, saw a wake in the same area. He said, I left behind a billow. He said, it left behind a billow of water so big that it caused boats to bump about. One of the men with the, him ran for a rifle, but it was gone before he could get off a shot. The reports in 1981 followed much quick, much publicity about the Loch Ness Monster, a fact that raised the eyebrows of the skeptical. It was not, however, the first time that the Ultima has made the news. In fact, a correspondent of the Savannah, Georgia newspaper reported multiple signs of a sea monster on the Georgia coast in dispatch datelined in Darien on April 18, 1830. The primary eyewitness was uh, Captain Delano of the schooner Eagle who saw a monster of St. Simmons Island blow the mouth of Ultima. Uh, this is um his report. He printed the particulars precisely, describing the animal he saw as being about seventy feet long and its circumference about that of a sh sugar hookstead, moving with its head shaped like an alligator's about six feet out of the water. A hogshead for those who are not familiar with the term a large barrel or cask. We all know real life can suck sometimes, and your boss accidentally seeing you in your underpants on Zoom last week doesn't help any. That's why reluctantly codependent sisters, the Shira and Rashalia, keep you enthralled and in stitches every week with their podcast, 
legendary Africa. Every Monday and Friday, we take you on a journey of mythical lands, magical objects, and monstrous creatures, both ancient and modern. Find Legendary Africa on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and wherever you feed your ears. And remember, stay safe, stay sexy, and stay legendary. Uh, like the sightings reported in 1981, the 1830 appearance of the monster was verified by others. Five men on schooner also saw uh, saw it, and a number of planners from St. Simmons Island told the correspondent that they had seen something strange as well. It appeared in St. Simmons Sound that the year and was viewed throughout telescopes over a period of several weeks. Other eyewitnesses proclaimed the creature seen in St. Simmons sounded to be a whale, but no one could say for sure whether it was the some creature seen by Captain Dalno. The captain, however, was clear that he had not seen a whale. Captain D also states that he is acquainted with all kinds of whale and that he never saw but once before, about four years since off Doby Bar, a monster smaller to the one above described. Dubois Sound, the state of Delos' earlier sighting, separates Scipio uh, Island from the mainland and connects it to the Altima River. Sea Serpent seems to have been part of the lexicon of people around Darien, and before 1830, in 1826, one of the sloop, one of sloops that okay, I can read. Ah, it's, that sailed from the wars there were named the Sea Serpent. Did it honor the Altimaha? The sighting of the monster in the early 1800s confirmed that the people have been seeing something strange in the waters around the mouth of the Altima River for a long, long time. Tristan holds that the Tama Indians who lived up the Altima had legends of a giant snake-like creature that lived in the river. No, docu- no documentation has been found to verify the claim, but the Creek Indians of Georgia definitely told stories of giant snakes in the rivers of the territories to early explorers who recorded the legends. Sightings of the Altima has continued to this day when people ranging from timber workers to Boy Scouts claiming to have seen it in 2010, an amateur photographer captured a video of something strange swimming in the channel of Fort King, Georgia historic site in Darien. You can see it at the upper right of the page. Although many theories have been offered over the years as to what the Atma could be, they all remain unproven. Perhaps that is this as well. There is something fun about having a local sea serpent Darian makes the most of it. Uh, images of the creature can be seen all over the community, and it is not uncommon to see tourists with binoculars, telescopes, and cameras, or the waterfront on the waterfront, hoping to catch a glimpse of their own. Okay.
happen. Yeah, that ulti thing's a very fucking big thing in Georgia, apparently. We got a Georgia Loch Ness monster. Okay. Woo. Take right now. Okay. I'm back. Uh, possible Bigfoot sightings reported in Northeast Georgia, according to Facebook page. By Josh White from KTRE.com. Published May 27th, 2019 at 6.23 p.m. Updated May 28th at 9.46 a.m. Within a week's time, there has been two reported sightings in Northeast Georgia of a creature expected to be the legendary Bigfoot. Details were posted on the Facebook page. Or Exhibition Bigfoot, a museum in Cherry Log, Georgia, dedicated to Bigfoot, aka Sasquatch. The first reported sighting of the fatal creature, which has never been proven to exist, was detailed in a Wednesday, May 22nd post. Exhibition Bigfoot wrote that, that a driver braked when he saw he described a very large, a very dark, seven eight tall, seven foot to eight tall, hairy two legged creature with a pointed head, walking along the shoulder of a road and into the woods around 18.30 p.m. on Monday, May 20th between LJ and Blue Ridge, Georgia. This is the post. Where are we now? Bigfoot sightings between LJ and Blue Ridge Monday night, 5 night, May 20th at 8.30 p.m. It was still light out and driver braked when he saw what he described as a very dark 7-8 tall hair two-legged creature with a pointed head walk along the shoulder and into the woods. He said the arms were very long and it walked with arms extended from its sides. He pulled out, he pulled over, skidding on the gravel and waited on the backside of the small patch of woods, thinking it would emerge on the other side. It never did and with a man approached him with a stick in his hand asking if he can keep, asking if he can help him. He said, I just saw what looked like a Bigfoot across this patch of woods. The stranger just smiled and said, I believe you, and walked away. What the? <laughs> I believe you. Some, let's talk about that guy with a stick, dude. God. Dude. Credit Pete Travis' artwork when it said these sketches displayed what he saw. Uh, he said the arms were very wide. Page given update. Page gave an update on Memorial Day, right? A man who saw the post about the original sign said to say he saw a black gray one in Rabian County near Clayton on his way to work. The post continues. It was walking through a field in early AM and knelt down on the branch where their trout was in at this point. He said he was at his closest to creature fifty feet. When the witness moved he exited this way, but this is another post. A man called Monday had we saw the post about the sighting in Cherry Log. He called to say he saw a black gray one in Rumboon County near Clayton on his way to work on Monday morning. He was walking through a field early a.m. and knelt down at a branch where there are trout present. At this point, he was at his closest to the creature, 50 feet. When the witness moved, he extended his truck to get a Better views. Creature saw him and walked back to the woods. This gentleman, like so many others, were never a believer. 
Thank you for the call, sir. According to Charlotte Observer, the Facebook page and museum are operated by David Parker, who said they have seen other Bigfoot sightings in the mountains, areas, and heavily forested region of northeast Georgia. Edward Lee, the man who reported the May 20th sighting to Bakara, told the observer that although the, he fears being ridiculed for his claim, he does really believe he saw Bigfoot, though he never considered himself a believer until his encounter. Uh, my own wife didn't believe me, I guess, he said. It wasn't, it wasn't no bear. It wasn't walking straight up like a human with arms swinging back and forth like a monkey. It's okay. It's true. Uh, let me look up something quick. Georgia. Georgia. Jeez. Can you help me out here? So in the Bigfoot uh, research, Bigfoot Field Research Organization, it's in Georgia sightings. Uh, most recent reports: January twenty seventeenth, Mason County, and sees and photographs a tall figure watching them barbecue a hog near Idol City. Report that. We were observing a hog midday. On a smoker, across the road in a big field about 300 yards away, there was a huge hairy creature standing beside a white oak and grabbed my phone. What the hell do you just fucking take that? And looking, I uh, found a white oak and looking at us. I grabbed my phone and took a picture and then it disappeared. Although it was gone, myself and my father-in-law walked up to examine the air. There were tracks and judging by a mark on the tree and... Looking at the photograph, the creature was estimated eight feet tall. Owner of the property says he d sees them, he sees it all the time. Also, notice heavily used used game trail that the Bigfoot used to enter and exit. A pile of brush leaning against the tree. Other witness time and condition: twelve noon, overcast, and about the storm. Environment feels livestock swamp creeks. This photograph. That giant dude. Big dude. Okay. Uh, the witness was somewhat surprised that his friend quickly ended the conversation and seemed unwilling to further discuss the matter. Witness looked back. The figure was gone at that time. They said the same finger walk or to or from the spot. It was there, and four seconds later, it was gone. After the figure was gone, the witness said, it. "His father walked over the spot." Same Okay. Uh, December 2016, Har Har Harrison County. Uh, year 2016, winter, December 3rd, Georgia, Harrison County. Patient one and a half miles up Vincent Mountain Road after turning off Highway 120, left side of the road across from a church. Nearest road, Highway 120, Vincent 
Uh, visit Mountain Road. On our way to Rockman, Georgia, from the Birmingham, Alabama, we were following the directions of the GPS gave for the distance. They brought us to Highway 120 and Vincent Mountain Road. We had just made the turn and gone a mile and a half when my husband and myself saw a large figure standing in the tree line. There was illumination coming from the right side of the road from an additional light source other than our car headlights. Then this uh, enabled us to clearly see the figure that was on the left side of the road with one arm straight down and another arm slowly moving. I believe that armament is what caught our attention, making us both look to our left, clearly allowing us both to view this creature. It was covered in reddish-brown fur from the head to toe, with a face I can only describe as ape-like. It appeared to be over seven feet tall. He, she seemed to be, uh, he or she seemed to, seemed to be getting ready to cross the road. After about 15 seconds passed, he said, he and I both screamed out, Did you just see what I saw? I never saw, I never seen a big believer on the legend of Bigfoot, but I know what I saw tonight, and I am floored. I have never written to any site such as this without anything in my life, about anything in my life, and I certainly didn't think I would start at 56 years old. Thank you for your time. Also notice, also notice nothing else I can think of. Other witnesses too, myself and my husband. Time and condition: 10:30 approximately, and those drizzling after we sing rainfall over here in the stream drought. Uh, Follow-up investigation report by BFRO investigator David Baraka. I spoke with both witnesses and they both seemed to level-headed and still excited about what they'd seen that night. It was approximately 10.30 p.m. when both witnesses and their 20-year-old daughter sleeping in the back seat were headed home to Rockmark, Georgia from Birmingham, Alabama on the night of December 3rd, 2016. It was raining a light drizzle, which was welcoming chance change. Georgia is in the midst of a statewide drought. It was the first sign of pre, uh, precipitation in two months after turning onto Vincent. Okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah. There's a bunch of, there's a bunch of stuff. Uh, of a recent one. I need to have more. Five and Walker. One, two. This is Georgia Raptor. The Georgia Raptor is a true, uh, true knotted like creature said to have been seen sighted in Georgia on July 25th, 2008. An 18 year old boy, 18 year old man, and his uh, grandfather were hunting deer at night in Georgia when they saw an animal described as closely resembling a raptor from the popular Jurassic Park movies. It has been suggested that it might be actually been a uh, True knotted. True dunnotted. Okay, say that. Okay. Here's expert from the www.code.com about the signing. Uh 
Raptors signings in Georgia by Y. Phillips. While in the Georgia woods, a boy and his grandfather seen a creature that looked like a living dinosaur. This happened to me and my grandpa on a hunting trip in July 2018. I don't see my grandpa very often, so I always take chance to take trips with him. Grandpa is pretty much an outdoorsman, enjoys hunting, fishing, and just being out in nature. Grandpa and I were out in the woods. It was around 3 to 3.30 o'clock on Friday, 25th of July. I was 18 at the time. We were on Grandpa's land in Georgia. It's a pretty place with the typical Georgia woodland and a few grassy plains. We were walking on a little rocky road heading for a site where Grandpa often sights deer. As normal, there were a lot of sounds going on at night in the woods. We ignored most of them and remembered quiet to, and remained quiet, quiet to not scare off, scare any, away anything. Suddenly, we heard an unusual noise we never heard before on our way on our many hunting trips. Grandpa looked at me and listened. Then he raised his finger in front of his mouth to show me, me that we shouldn't make any more movements. I heard a lot of movement and more of the noise. I really, I can't really describe the sounds, but I sure can describe what I saw, even when it was pretty dark. I just kept listening to the sounds as suddenly something came walking slowly out of the bushes and onto the road, maybe 150 yards in front of us. My eyes got really big and at, the mo- and at that moment, I wasn't even scared, just amazed to see this creature. We didn't move, as crazy as it sounds, it looked just like a raptor from the popular Jurassic Park movies. I just froze because I thought things like that lived many thousands of years ago. Had a long, stiff tail, walked on two feet, and had short arms. It looked like, it looked lizard-like, and had a huge claw on both of its feet and smaller claws on its arms. Uh, since the creature appeared to us, that it could. Not that it could run fast. We decided we decided to just not move at all. It raised its head to the air. It seemed like it was smelling the air. I estimate its height around five feet at the shoulders. I'm sniffling the after sniffing the air. It made these sounds again and turned around and ran off in the bushes. Grandpa and I walked until we fell safe again. Grandpa and I waited until we felt safe again and then quietly made our way back to the truck and drove home. And, and drove home. In the truck, we talked about to each other about what we had seen and decided to not tell to Grandma because she would think we were crazy. I never believed in stuff like ghosts and creatures and paranormal stuff. I still don't believe in ghosts, but since that encounter, I believe in creatures that science doesn't know about. That's my story. As odd as it sounds, I know what I saw. That's very interesting. It's very interesting. Oh man. The uh, 28th of December. Coordinates. Damn it, no. Stop. Ah.
all this noise. Sorry. In 1946, a fire in the Winscoff Hotel took 119 lives. That was the largest hotel fire in U.S. history. Much like the Titanic, the Winscoff was thought to be fireproof, and so its builders didn't bother installing fire doors or fire escapes, sprinklers, or fire or alarm system. During a fire, the fire, fire department lacked nets or ladders able to deal with building of its height. Some people were so terrified and desperate to escape from the doomed upper floors that they leapt out of the windows directly into inadequate nets. Today, the hotel still stands in Atlanta under the name Ellis Hotel. Employees and guests report seeing ghosts and, s and smelling smoke. Uh, there are numerous versions of the story of Cryberry Bridge. In some, a child accidentally drowned in the creek below the bridge. In others, one of the child's parents murdered them. Murdered him. Regardless, if you drive to Cryberry Bridge in Columbus, Georgia, you can still hear the child crying. It's creepy. It's creepy. Okay. A uh, private re residence in Roswell, Georgia, known as the Creepy Hole House, has been highly trafficked by, terminal by paranormal investigators. It is believed that the horrific child abuse occurred in the house and that the body of a young girl is even buried in the basement. The spirit of an ang angry old man is known to yell at anyone who comes onto the property and has reportedly even tried to possess people. In 1840, a slave owner tried to attack a slave named Alec, but ended up failing and impaling himself on the sword he had drawn. Aha. Uh Aha. -huh. Uh -huh. That's funny. Good for you, racist fuck, dude. Oh. The man's dead, and Alec was falsely accused of his murder and sentenced to hang for it. He was changed up in the Lawrenceville Jail in Lawrenceville, Georgia, prior to his hanging. It is said that he still feel Elk's presence and hear his sad song in the prison. Dude, I'm sorry, dude. That sucks. Dude. That's great. Oh, okay. The Bonaventure Cemetery is over 200 years old and houses numerous beautiful statues. One was built in the honor of little... Gracie, who died 
of ammonia at the age of six. Now people leave little gifts for Gracie at the statue's feet. Sometimes visitors even see glimpses of the beautiful little girl. Thank you for listening to this episode of Monster Legend Podcast. Or to find more information about Monster Legend Podcast, go to monsterlegendpodcast.com or anchor.fm forward slash monsterlegendpodcast. There you can find all episodes and platforms on which the podcast is on, which you can describe, subscribe to. You also can email me with questions that will be answered on the show. Thank you. If you're a woman over 40 dealing with hot flashes, insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, or weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. The experts at Midi Health know all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes of menopause. And Midi can help with safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.